Hello, this is Spooky Mel. This show has been pre-recorded, so some of the content is outdated. We hope you enjoy the show regardless, and look forward to new shows coming soon. Thank you. Nailed it. Damn it, Betsy. Vampires, haunted houses, brains, floating bloated corpses. We are the Broads in the Belfry. Tonight. We will be talking about crap. <laughs> Lots of crap. Of all shapes, sizes, densities. Yeah, consistencies, mm-hmm. textures. We're going to get real technical about it. Ew. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, podcast listeners. I am Spooky Mel. And I'm Bored Lizzie. And we are the Broads in the Belfry. Yes, don't you like our new name? Yeah, we had to change it, but whatever. Welcome to our podcast. Yay, we're finally making one. Yeah. For those of you who have never met us before, we are two girls with a love of horror, humor, and all kinds of stuff. We're going to be talking about scary things. Um, We're going to be talking about random things. And... Yeah, and this October we thought that we would try to talk about as many horror movies as we can. Yes. We'll see how many we can fit. Yeah. <laughs> how many how much horror goodness we can cram into October. Horror cramming. <laughs> it's a season of cramming. It's a season of cramming. <laughs> but yeah, tonight um we kind of have a theme of sequels, horror movie sequels. Um, yes. Yeah. We just watched Halloween 3. Yeah, Season of the Witch, which is why I was singing uh, Donovan there a minute ago. Must be the season of cramming a bunch of movies in. (laughs) I don't even know what a Donovan is. He's the guy that sings that Season of the Witch song. The Silver Shamrock song? No, no, must be the season of the witch. He also sings like, they call me Mellow Yellow. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Basically, no, no, the next line is quite rightly. Okay. They call me Mellow Yellow, quite rightly. They call me Mel- I, oh, I, I can't stand Donovan, okay, honestly, Donovan. so... Um, yeah, so... Apparently oh. that's the thing. <laughs> there goes my phone, shit! <laughs> <laughs> we're professionals! Yeah, yeah. Totally. But yeah, we're gonna talk about, um, Season of the Witch, which I had never seen. And then we're gonna talk about another sequel... Uh, ne- neither of us have seen. Yeah, Bride of Reanimator. We yes. have never seen Bride of Reanimator, and despite the fact we both love Jeffrey Combs. Yes, and I adore Reanimator. I like to watch it every Halloween season, and it is one of my dearly beloved favorite movies, but I've never seen the sequel. I don't know why not. I just haven't. And Herbert West, he makes me a little tingly, I'm gonna admit. You know? <laughs> tingly! Oh, he, he gets your reagent. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, this is us. Welcome to us. Prepare yes. for a whole lot more of this. So yeah. yeah, we've known each other for gosh, like no, don't count the years. Gosh, I, I think <laughs> I've I've known you for like sixteen years now, oh, something like that. My God. Yeah, we've known each other for a really long time. We went to college briefly together for a while until somebody went to a different one. And <sighs> <laughs> Left me all alone to cry every night. I was crying too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yes, anyway. So, welcome to our show. Yay. Hello, this is Bored Lizzie of Bored Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Bored Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Bored Spooky. Stay tuned for more. Me and Bored Lizzie here are both very artistic people. We actually have been doing Inktober lately, um, which has been kind of trying, but... Yes, Inktober is very much upon us, and you are going a little nuts with it. You're doing two prompts. Yes. Two two sets of prompts, right? So, like, every October you get your list of prompts. She's doing two. I'm trying. I'm not not succeeding, but I am trying. Um, I'm kind of hoping to get enough good drawings out there to 
print my first fanzine, but unfortunately, I don't know. I just don't have time. October's busy. Yeah, time is always the issue with Inktober, so it's always a struggle to kind of cram in one drawing into your day. Um, and I've been have I've been trying to do one a day. I've been trying to keep up with that schedule, and yeah, it's kind of like you have to accept the fact that what you make might look like a mess. Yeah, and I I think I'm like six behind right now because I'm doing three or doing two prompts. So yeah, like that's. I'm three behind on each prompt, so... Girl. Yay! Girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I was glad to take a break from Inktober to go with you to the Halloween store today. Oh my god. That was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every year you have to check out the Spirit Halloween store, and we like to go together because it's just more fun when you go with a friend who is also into Halloween stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, we... So th this year, I don't know, they have, like... The costumes were kind of, like, the same as they always are, but I felt like they had a lot more, like, props that were really cool this year. Like, the chainsaws with the moving chains, mm -hmm. and, like, um, that big fake plastic wrench I found. Right. And then, like, oh, and then we found a giant pair of scissors, and then, like, um, I was reenacting Clock Tower. Like, for <laughs> those of you that are familiar with that old video game, like, I was reenacting Clock Tower with Betsy, like, chasing her down the hall with yeah. giant scissors. You were creeping me out with those scissors, because, yeah, yeah, ooh. Yeah, anyway, and, yeah. I was, and I was, like, practicing the hop, and, like, this lady and her kids are all staring at me. I'm like, oh, no, he puts a little more shoulder into it when he hops around, and, you know, I was trying to justify, like, why I should buy this $20 pair of giant scissors. <laughs> yeah, the temptation is strong to buy things you don't need at the Halloween store. And, of course, we, like, tried on costumes. And... Yeah, I was... I tried on the Pickle Rick costume, and I couldn't see shit. Like, it's cute. It definitely looks like Pickle Rick. But it's really hot because of all the foam. And then, like, it was really hard to see through the eyes because it was, like, jersey material with holes in it. And it, it wasn't very uh, see-through at yeah, all. Yeah, you were definitely suffering inside of that pickle. I actually think that the one you tried on last year that actually shows your face... That one was way more funny. No, that, that was, was way hilarious. <laughs> and I could see. Yeah, just the random pickle costume. It wasn't even Pickle Rick. But, you know, if you just, like, paint your face up, you could totally make it Pickle Rick. But, yeah, like, I could breathe. It was still warm, but at least I could see and I could breathe. And I think it was funnier. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's our Halloween store adventure. And it's always fun to, like push the button and make the little animated spooky guys come to life and yeah no like that i love that shit they always have something different every year so. yeah except that you kept gravitating towards those jumping spiders that scared the poop out of you <laughs> every time every time but you you still go back for more i know they're gonna jump and it still scares me and i hate it but at the same time i can't resist because it's a button and i have to push the button because how can you not <laughs> and then she made some little boy cry I didn't mean to. I didn't expect <laughs> it. I mean, I pushed the button to scare myself, and there was a child in the vicinity, and they got caught in the crossfire of the spookiness, and I, I'm sorry, child. <laughs> and a helper, like, was trying to, like, someone that worked at the spirit store was trying to, like, help calm down the child, and, like... They were, they were, they like put their hand in the witch's mouth to show, to show that it was okay. And then the kids screamed even like louder. Like, <laughs> it was all bad. Yeah. It was not gonna go But well. she was just like, oh, see, it's okay. It's okay. And he's like, ah, you know, it was funny. But... Oh, and I should apologize if I sound a little weird. It's because my nose is stuffed up. I don't know what's going on. I keep telling her, like, I live like in kind of farm country and. Right now is allergy season. Like, all the hay is being harvested. All the almonds are being harvested. All that crap is being harvested. And the pollen is in the air, folks. If you're not used to it, you will probably get a sinus infection. My god, I thought it was pumpkin spice poisoning. And maybe, like, a bladder infection. Uh, in my nose. In your nose. Yes. Yes. Well, it's kind of... Oh, yeah, and then a yeast infection. Like, Ew! <laughs> like, you're gonna get thrush. Great. Thrush. Which that's is disgusting. like, that's a yeast infection in your mouth. Ooh, anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> yes. yeah, happy October, everybody. Happy uh, October. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My Game Boy just attacked me. <laughs>
But yeah, we want to we want to talk about some spooky movies tonight. Spooky sequels. Yes. Um, and we want to talk about more. We'll see how many scary movies we can kind of pack into the month of October with this right. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Who knows? Um, but I had never seen um, Halloween three. Season of the Witch, so that is what we just got finished watching. Yeah, like, it was a movie that I wasn't keen on watching at first, and then a couple years ago, my dad told me that I would really enjoy it. So I checked it out, and he was right. I had a good time with it. It was a fun time. It was fun. Yeah, and this is a movie that I had heard about in terms of people complaining on the internet about it. Yes, because there's a lot of, I guess, divisive... Like, people don't like it because there's no Michael Myers, and it's different, and it's weird, and blah, blah, blah. How dare there be a Halloween movie without Michael Myers? Honestly, if I had not known it was part of the Halloween franchise, I would have never guessed. Just, no, that's just true. Just from watching it. Like, there was nothing to set it aside or apart as a Halloween movie, um, other than, you know, pumpkins. No, and, and I think... Yeah, and I think you're right. About, like what you said earlier to me about um, how if there wasn't two Halloween's Halloween movies in a row that had Michael Myers in it, like it could have been set up better. Like originally, John Carpenter wanted to do um, a different kind of Halloween movie every year, but because he because Halloween was like kind of a part like a two part movie, so there was like one and two. Everyone was expecting Michael Myers to be in three. Yeah. But, like, if they had skipped two, did Season of the Witch, and then maybe went back to two? Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But then people would be, wouldn't remember it as well, I think. I don't know. Yeah, because Michael Myers is such a strong character. Mm-hmm. Like, the, that first movie was so good. It was yeah. so unique and so cool. That, like, of course people wanted more of that. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I love John Carpenter. Like, my favorite horror movie ever is The Thing. I wa- yep. like to watch it every Halloween, like, rewatch it. Um, so it was interesting to see something different, I guess. Yeah, I'm still kind of sorting out how I feel about it in terms of do I like it or not. But, um, that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so infectious. Like, when I was watching it with my dad for the first time, I'm like, oh my god, this song is nerve-wracking. He's like, oh, well, get used to it. And it's like... Nobody's still Halloween, 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 Silver Shamrock. <laughs> and then... Follow the magic pumpkin. <laughs> it's time. Oh my gosh, like... I feel like there were some really strong moments in that movie that, like, stand out to me as cool. Um, I don't know. I love the imagery of the masks. I love, yes. I love every shot of the kids wearing the masks. I know. I think it's really cool. Like, and they're so cute. Yeah, there's something, like, there's something really appealing about those masks. I, I don't know what it is. It's, like, the colors they put on them or, like, the, how they made it look so contrasting with everything else. It was just really fucking cool. Like, I would want one of those masks. I really liked yeah. how they were, how the masks, like, yes, they were really colorful. And, yes, like, you, okay, you had the bright white skull. You had the orange-ass pumpkin. Yeah, orange-ass pumpkin. <laughs> and then you had the green-ass witch, you know, and it was really... <laughs> and, like, they really stood out. But I also think because they were so generic, like, that was, like, such a generic witch and mm-hmm. such a generic skeleton and such a generic pumpkin that, like, like you could do anything with them, which is what the kids were kind of showing. Like, my favorite was the clown that had the pumpkin head. Yeah, that looked so cool. Or even the, the, the pumpkin, like, the pumpkin pirate. He was so yes, cute. Like, and, like, how do those basic looking costumes have any right to look so good i don't know i think they just they captured something special with the costume and the color and building the kind of halloween atmosphere with that and i would ask for more of that from this movie right i I liked that kind of makes me think of like about that right (laughs) nope it's not about that nope nope nope. it kind of reminds me of like when you go to a convention and then you see like two things come combined it really well like mm-hmm. a like a steven universe pony or <laughs> or dr hooves like that's another good ex- 
explanation or example. Doctor Who's. That reminds me. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were parts of this movie that reminded me of an episode of Doctor Who because oh of right the villains and like they. I mean, oh, I guess God. I guess spoilers. For anyone who hasn't seen Season of the Witch. If you I, haven't seen it by now, it's been like three decades since <laughs> it came out, so that's your fault. So <laughs> We blame you. Yeah, we blame you, the listener. Anyway, yeah. So, instead of a Michael Myers-type slasher, we've got, like, a group of dudes in suits who are aut- automatons. Who are, like, clockwork automatons. So. Yeah. It's just weird. Um, That's a very Doctor Who thing right there. It is. It totally is. There are creatures called Autons. They have guns in their hands. These guys didn't have guns, but apparently they can break your nose and kill you. Yeah, but, like, you made a really good point. Like, if they could break your nose and, like, kill you, like, by separating your skull from, like, your your brain and all that Mm -hmm. weird shit... Then how come they used, like, what was that weapon they used? A drill. Oh, yeah, and they used a drill on that one lady. Yeah. It's like, but you could have just smushed her head like you normally would. But maybe they just wanted to do something clean and fast. I, clean I don't and know. fast. Yeah, like, the murders were so casual. The kills were not, like, um, extravagant. Like, Mm-mm. like you might see in The Thing or anything like that. Or, right. or any of the Halloween movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's just like, boop, you're dead. Your head's ripped off, and it's very quiet, and it's very casual, and it's just like, well, that's done, and, you know, the guys who are doing the killing, they have no facial expression, so. At the same time, though, like, they could have just, like, hit that chick in the temple and she would have died. Like, like, remember when we were, like, in college, that's how long ago this was, by the way, um, we were in college and we heard about that lady that, like, killed her boyfriend, like, with her iPod. Like, she bludgeoned him to death with her iPod because he erased all her MP3s. What? Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that was... What the hell? Yeah, no, some... Like, it didn't happen locally, but it was on the news that some lady killed, like, her boyfriend with her iPod because he erased all of her MP3s because um, music piracy is wrong. And he didn't want to have any part of it. And so she killed him with the iPod. And I think she just smashed you... her temp- his temple in. Okay. I don't know. Right. I mean... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you say to that? I mean... So, to you youngins, an iPod... Oh, God. Was... You don't know what iPod. You can Google that shit. Yeah, Google Jesus. what an iPod is. There you go. <laughs> to you youngsters out there... For some reason, I'm imagining her, like, shoving it down his throat or something. That's not, no. No, she bludgeoned him to death with it. But, yeah, the kills in this movie were seemed very understated. It, like, the movie was not about the killing. No. What was the movie about? Like, I'm not sure I can really... It was about this dude that was, like, trying to use, like, some cool, like, Celtic magic and, like... I don't know why he sacrificed the children. That's the uh, that's one problem I have with this movie. It's like, okay, we get it. He stole a par- chunk of Stonehenge. Okay, he's putting little pieces of Stonehenge in the Halloween masks. I get that. I get it. I get it. And, like, somehow, like, the magic pumpkin, if you watch it, it activates the powers of the Stonehenge stones and, like, makes the children, like, bust out with, like, bugs and snakes and shit, and that's cool. That's totally awesome, and it's like, <laughs> I get it, he's sacrificing the kids, but for what? He never says, like, why he's sacrificing the children. Like, is he trying to become more powerful? Um, is he trying to, like, raise something? Like, I don't understand the sacrificial part. Like, I I guess we blame the planets, because he's like, the planets have aligned. Oh, well, the planets aligned, and that's why, it's wor- that's why it's working. Ooh. It, yeah, it, that's what makes the magic work. It's, but it doesn't. It's to weird. what end? It's weird, guys. Like I had a hard time um, getting on board with the characters, just because they were flat, and I wasn't buying Mister Alcoholic she Doctor as like. A she hero. didn't find him attractive, and I did so not. therefore she wasn't interested. Okay, guys. Okay. Guys, he looks like Zap Rostauer from The Final Sacrifice. Mel, you don't know what that means. But mystery science theater fans will know. What oh, excuse me. <laughs> He's another puffy alcoholic. Okay. Oh, excuse me for not like. But he's one of those guys who looks like that, and like here he is hooking up with like this tiny young Winona Ryder looking 
gal, and I'm just like, I'm not buying it. I don't know. Neither of them are that. That's great what happened actors. in like the eighties or like in the or late seventies. That's what happened. Like girls hooked up with like guys that look like they've seen a lot of shit. Like, meh. I mean, look at like I said, like like I said, we should totally watch like a Death Wish movie, and you can see Charles no, Bronson get these no, hot broads. I don't want to see that. And they'll ever. talk like this. Hello, I'm Charles Bronson, no, and I always talk like this. I don't want. You must have a wish. Poor Lizzie. No, I don't. A death I, wish. I have no wishes for <laughs> Charles Bronson in any state of undress with any young lady. Anyway, I don't yeah. think he actually gets nude with oh, the lady, but I don't know. It's been a while. I don't want to think about this. It's that's, been a while since too, I watched too scary. a Charles Bronson movie. Anyway, <laughs> I kept harassing Mel throughout the movie that it was an Irish conspiracy because they went to this like Irish town where everything's Irish themed. Um, I'm surprised the robots didn't ble- bleed shamrock shakes. I'm surprised they bled Tang instead. But but it, it didn't was, have I was a right. fucking McDonald's in that town, Betsy. I was right. It was an Irish conspiracy. Oh they were just like be doing weird Irish things just to be weird leprechaun tricksters with that guy with the weird eyebrows who was evil. Well, you know what? What the Wicker Man is just a bunch of weird Scottish stuff. So you can like watch a bunch of like. Weird Scottish cult things. Yeah, I've seen and, that. And movie. Christopher Lee, and they yeah. all sing, and they're happy. But you're okay with that movie. But I show you an Irish conspiracy movie, and all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? I saw that guy's butt, and it was gross. <laughs> well, I mean, The Wicker Man isn't the best movie ever made either, but at least you have Christopher Lee in a wig singing weirdly at the end. I like The Wicker Man. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. It's better than the remake, but the remake is hilarious. Oh, with the bees? Yes. Not the bees! <laughs> I mean, there's so many special things about that remake. What can we say that has not already been said? Um, he punched Lily Somieski in the face! Oh, yeah, he did. He punched he totally, her out! He was just... Punching women. Left and one and right. of them was in a bear suit, but I don't remember which one. <laughs> but one of them was dressed like a bear. And I oh my god! <laughs> wow. I kind of feel like we need, I don't know, a musical version of that remake or something. Ugh. Anyway, um, but yeah, and, and I totally guessed that. What's her face? I don't know any actors' names, so please. No, I, I don't. But um, the young Winona Ryder-looking gal was a robot at the end, which I guessed. Because she was being even more wooden instead of <sighs> usual. She wasn't talking. And, like, that was kind of fun with him with the, when, when her arm got ripped off. And yeah. And you see, see the, in, the robotic insides, which looked different. Yeah, they, they were, were not clockwork like the other guys. They Mm-mm. were, like, more wiry, mm-hmm. maybe more technologically advanced. Well, and you made some really good points about, like, how um, the movie, like, make, like, maybe it was trying to, like, show a combination of magic and technology. Yeah, I was trying to say something. Yeah, it was hard to pinpoint what. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and that's a good point, because, like, maybe that's why the masks were so generic, is, like, trying to show, like, you know, like, what we consider, like, old and traditional, it's, but, but there's, like, even older traditions out there that we don't think about like like the whole pagan like celtic part you know like that guy was trying to bring up but then they bring like futuristic technology into it i don't know if they had done a little more work introducing pagan things into the movie well, it's not. It's not really pagan. Well, I mean, that is pagan, isn't it? Druid. Yeah, druid. Druid. Sorry. Druid is kind of a pagan. I don't know. There, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's a little bit different. But I'm thinking of the same. If they had introduced like this ancient religion theme, a little yeah. earlier in more than just news clips of Stonehenge and oh, a rock is missing, then right, like yeah, they, they could have built up their mythology a little bit more because I feel like it's a really cool idea. It's just like there's too much focus on the doctor guy and his problems, and I don't care. Um, yeah, and then, like, and then yeah. it was just, like, that, what was his last name? Gla- it wasn't Glasscock. That, I'm just making up shit now. Oh, my what God. Was- Cochran? Co- or, oh, yeah, it was Cochran, because yeah. I asked you if he was related to Johnny Cochran. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The guy Co- with the evil oh, and then I called him Cochran. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, Cochran. <laughs> yeah, so, Cochran, you know, like, if he wasn't just saying, like, you know, oh, this is why I'm evil, and this is what yeah. I'm doing, and I'm just going to explain instead of, like, showing you. Yeah, like, That's, exactly. like, when I was, um, I have a, um, uh, when I was going to film school, um, that was, like, one of the main things that my script writing teachers would tell mm-hmm. us is you show, you don't tell. And that's actually something that I feel like 
the Halloween movies do well. Yeah. And, and that the thing does very well is it shows you things and it trusts you to, yeah. to connect the dots and figure things out. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And and it was funny because, like, throughout the movie, you're like, Mel, quit pointing out the obvious. <laughs> yeah, but you're I, like, ooh, see? <laughs> but it's like, it was just playing this. a song again. Ooh, see? Look at this thing that happened. I'm like, I saw. But then, it was just right told, there. And then you get told about what you saw. Yeah, later. and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little tiresome. And the ending is kind of funny. Yeah, no, I love the ending. The ending still gives me chills, I will admit. I but, think the soundtrack is cool, too. Like you were saying, you were like, ooh, you know the soundtrack's gonna be good. Just, yeah, it, yep. was, it was good. You know when that synth beat drops that the bad guy's there. Yeah, that the robots are coming. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> um, yeah. And there was, like, this point, like, when, like, when Gla uh, Cockring was like, <laughs> that's his official name now. When he was like explaining like his evilness, because that's what he does. Oh and God, he is such a generic bad guy. You know, when he was doing the slow clap. When he's doing the slow <laughs> clap because he lost. It it's reminds like... me of that Rick and Morty bit. The slow clap, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> but I mean, we also got to remember that this movie's old. Maybe he invented the slow clap. <laughs> But I doubt it. I, it's mine. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Um, I don't think it's that old. It's like when I was trying to talk to you about Legend of the Overfiend oh, earlier. Oh. And I was telling you that, you know, the that, that manga is what introduced, like, tentacle porn. And you're like, no, there was all these old ink drawings of, like, <laughs> octopuses and ladies and things like that. But I don't know, like... Legend of the Overfiend introduced tentacle porn in a in a different way. Like it was tentacle demons, not octopi and things. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and you know, if you ever want to, if you ever curious about Legend of the Overfiend, you mm. can also find it under the name Uro Sukidoji. Um, I don't know. That's like the one, like people that didn't like anime at my school. They're like, uh, anime's for nerds. But I've seen Urosuki Doji. That stuff is awesome. Would they call it by name like oh, that? Oh, wait, no, no. I saw Legend of the Overview. Yeah. That stuff's awesome. And it's like, ew. Like, that's gross. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I'm that's gonna... what people think anime was. Yeah. Back then, I'm going to go watch all, Sailor like, Moon. Gross stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, there were a lot of like, cliches in this movie yes but i also feel like there were attempts at originality and try, mm -hmm. trying to combine things in a new and different way oh yeah totally i agree with you but i wouldn't have ever pointed to that and said yep that's a halloween movie nope never not once yeah i do think it's funny that the mon the movie kind of comes uh goes full circle like it opens with that guy running mm -hmm. and then like going to that gas station and at the end, the main character, he's running from the place and to the same gas station. And that's it's like, right. it, dude, and then, like the movie takes place in a span of like, I think it's uh, October 23rd was the first day yeah, we saw. Yeah, and then Halloween, through Halloween, right? Yeah, through Halloween. So, like, that's a week, right? Seven? Yeah, that's a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so within a week, this poor guy that works <laughs> at the gas station... <laughs> It's like, he has to deal with all this crazy shit. First, a guy runs up and he takes oh the guy God. to the hospital. And then the doctor that helped the guy at the hospital shows up. And it, and he's like, what? <laughs> he has to deal that's, with shit that's, again. that's what could have titled these Halloween movies together if it was from the point of view of the gas station attendant. <laughs> like, here, here's this person who came running up for this reason. Here's this person escaping from Michael Myers. Here's this person <laughs> this thing happened to them. But it's all centered, centered around this poor gas station Ooh, attendant. Ooh, especially, like... We should watch Halloween 4 just to see if, like, that gas station attendant's in there. <laughs> because if he is, then we know that he survived at the end. Because you don't know. Continuity. We don't know if he, like, survived at the end or not. I, I, I don't know if he's in any of the other ones. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> There's always some kind of gas station attendant. I don't think so, though, because, like, yeah. also it's not the same universe. Because, like, they were showing, like, commercials to watch. Halloween? Oh my god, that's right! Like, throughout yeah. the movie? Like, at one point, the protagonist is tied up and watching Halloween. Well, yeah, because, just like, because after. Because they were showing Halloween on television, and after that was when they were gonna show the special, the Silver Shamrock special with the, with magic the magic pumpkin. pumpkin. 
Which, um, if you could choose a silver shamrock mask to wear, which one would you choose? If you had to choose one, would you be the witch, the skeleton, or the pumpkin? See, that's really hard, because I think they're all really cute. Yeah. But I kind of like the pumpkin face. Oh my god, me too. I, I know, he's just so pumpkin. adorable. And I you love can do that so really much. bright, bright orange thing. But the witch is cool. Like, I like her bright yeah. greenness. But I don't know. I would. I think I would choose the pumpkin. Like and the witch comes with a velvet hood. So that's like a little extra. Uh, <laughs> speaking of a little extra, I think I, we could agree our favorite character in that whole movie was the business lady that oh, showed yeah. up at the hotel. She was sassy. She <laughs> showed up in a nice business suit. She was ready. <laughs> like, she was very professional, but she was also sassy. She had her nails painted, both her toenails and her fingernails. And she went to bed in this really pretty, like, like, LeMay nighty that didn't look comfortable <laughs> to sleep in, but she didn't care. She was just, like, living it. She had something, and, mm -hmm. then, and then her face exploded and bugs crawled out. So. Yeah. So there's, I mean... Jerusalem she, crickets, to be ex <laughs> to be exact. I didn't realize that's what that was. That bug looks so weird to me. It's like, what? Yeah, we get them here in the that? summer. Like, like I told yeah. you, like, the Native American name for them translates to Earth Babies. That is disgusting. Earth Babies. That is truly nasty. Babies. Ew. Uh, any, anyway, yeah. <laughs> That's gross. Random baby noises. I, I, wonder, I wonder who John Carpenter's snake and bug wrangler is. Because there were, like, all kinds of snakes. I don't know, but, like, I don't know, like... I, I, I like that he decides to use animals, and in a way that's not, like, harmful to them. You know, like, he'll show them in, like, still shots or something, but people won't be killing them or anything. The yeah. bugs will be chilling out. The snakes will be chilling out. Like, I was talking to Betsy about Prince of Darkness because she hasn't seen it yet, which we need to watch that because it's, it's fun. Um, but there's this point where, like, um, this guy comes up to the church that the people are hiding in, and and he's got a really gross, graggly voice, and he's like, and he's like I got a message. You're not gonna like it. And they're like, well, what? What? What is it? And then, like, all of a sudden, he's just, like, all these, like, cockroaches are coming out of him. And he's, like, saying <laughs> they're coming. And, like, they're like, oh, fuck. And, like, <laughs> and, like, the work he did with that wolf in the thing, like, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. That's just. Or was it a dog? Movie. I think it was just a dog. I think it was just a dog. Yeah. But it yeah. was a well-trained dog. Like, he was, like, he talks about, like, how he didn't plan for that part in the thing where, like, the dog is going to turn into that other room, and it actually, like, looks in there first before it goes in there. Mm -hmm. Like, it just kind of happened that way, and huh. it was, like, really cool. Like, it, it was really effective. Well, yeah, that movie is just perfect. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I love it. Love it! Okay, do you think we've kind of said what we wanted to say? I think so. Um, I would, I would recommend it. I mean, it's worth a watch. Just don't be, like... You know, crying that Michael Myers isn't in it because there's plenty of my uh, movies you could watch that aren't Season of the Witch that have Michael Myers in it, and uh, just take it for what it is, and enjoy yourself. Like, have fun with it. You know. Yeah, watch it on St. Patrick's Day. Ah! Hello, this is Bored Lizzie of Bored Spooky. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to check out Bored Spooky on our Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for all of your fine art and fan art needs. We've got t-shirts, postcards, stickers, and a variety of other merchandise that you might like. So go ahead and check us out, Bored Spooky. Stay tuned for more. It's time, all you lucky kids with a silver shamrock mask. Put it on now and watch the magic pumpkin. Burr, burr, burr. Okay, that's... Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Okay, so enough about that movie. Um, We just got finished watching what was probably the biggest surprise that I've had so far this Halloween. Um, I am delighted. <laughs> I am baffled. I am slightly turned on. Oh my god. Well. <laughs> I would I would describe what we just experienced as a romp. A delightful romp. Yes. Oh my god. Guys, Bride of Reanimator. Yes. Bride oh my god. I was not expecting it to be this fun and good. Oh and my good. god. <laughs> like 
I think I, like, I don't smoke, but I need a cigarette after watching that movie. Like, <laughs> it has a, a little bit of everything. Oh my gosh. Everything that you could want for um, a scary movie in October. I mean, it's oh got my God. romance, it's got guts, lots of guts, it's got zombie merkin. <laughs> it's got. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was it, just silliness and. Oh. I mean, I love Herbert West. I love the first movie, and I was not expecting this one to be that great. I don't know. I'd never really heard anything about it. Or, no, and yeah. I've never really heard anything about it, and I feel like people don't really mention it. Like, they mention no. the first one all the time, mm-hmm. but they never really mention, like, Bride of Reanimator. And even, like, like Rotten Tomatoes gave it, like, 40%. Some sites gave it, like, like two out of five stars, and I don't get it, because, dude, that was... Yeah, it's oh got, my gosh! It's got everything you would want from a reanimator movie. I mean, Jeffrey Combs yeah. is so delightful. He's so oh. fun as Herbert West. Oh my gosh! Like such a grumpy little narcissist who is just completely obsessed with reanimating anything <laughs> dead he can find, to the point where he's like attaching fingers to fingers and just putting an eyeball on top. Yes, of like, let me just reanimate that just for the fuck of it. Oh my you know? gosh, no, I'm he a scientist. Had... I'm bored. Let me just try this. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Herbert West like had so much fun. Like yeah. he was just like, I'm Herbert West. Let's see what happens when I attach like this leg to this head or like <laughs> this hand to this cat. <laughs> You know, he was just, like, putting together body parts and making things. Like, there was, like, this creature that we saw in the movie that was just fingers and an eyeball, like, Bored Lizzie Lizzie was describing. And, um, I I loved him. I wanted one. He was a little adorable. I was kind of in love with him. It's like, oh, a little guy, and then... Yeah. Yeah. He didn't... Yeah. There was a lot of really cool stop motion in this movie. I was surprised at that, too. Yeah, and, like, they had some green screen effects, and they weren't bad either. For 1990, (laughs) it was really cheesy. Yeah. the, the opening of the movie, you get, like, the narration from the decapitated head from the first Yes, movie, yes. Which, I don't remember that doctor's name, but he's the pervy doctor. Yeah, the, the one girl, that, the like... perverted one. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, he's back. As a head. Whoopee. Um, but, um... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, How the hell do you talk about the plot of this movie? Okay, well, let me, let me, like, say what I expected so it's called bride of reanimator so i'm thinking oh is herbert west gonna find love and it's gonna like turn out wrong or something you know is it like a lady gonna die and then he's gonna like reanimate her and they get married or something you know like you know like with bride of frankenstein you know like they brought her back to life but then she's all horrified of the monster and he's like and like yeah because it's like well whose bride is she gonna be right right whose bride is they brought back Dr. Kane for this. Yeah, one. so it's like, doc- or yeah. he's back with his eighty hair and his eighties hair and his poet's shirt and, and his six pack abs and I don't I don't know, I don't find him attractive, but like I mean I like six pack abs and all, but he's I just don't like his character. No, he's so wishy washy. Yeah. He he's always been the straight man to Herbert West. Like He's been the one who's like, no, he shouldn't do this, but he gets all embroiled in it despite himself. But in this movie, his character, like, I don't know, completely goes off the deep end and is just like, I'm into dead people now. I'm fine with this zombie lady, yeah, lady like, that we're making, and I'm kind of turned on by it. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah, it, like... It got weird. <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I like I was telling, I was telling, uh, I was telling Betsy, like... I think that he's more dangerous than Herbert West. That's right. That was a good observation. Yeah, because, like, you you look at Herbert West, and you're like, oh, this dude's creepy. Don't trust totally this dude. Unhinged. He's, like, spooky as fuck. Like, <laughs> you do not want to trust this dude. But the other guy, you know, Dr. Kane, he's unassuming. He's handsome. He's young. He seems like a nice dude. And, but... And he's like, you know, he's always telling Herbert, no, no, we can't do this. But you know he really wants to. You know he really wants to animate that corpse. He wants to see <laughs> what happens when you put the serum in different things. He's just as much into it. He just won't admit it. Ugh. Like, he gets on my nerves. Yeah, he's like he's like a covert reanimator. He's like yeah. a sneaky 
like hiding it but yeah <laughs> meanwhile herbert west is just trying to reanimate anything like he's got all these dead body parts he's sneaking things from the morgue he's just seeing what he could do yeah and when, when he fucks up on something he, he shoves it into the wall into the morgue next door and he puts bricks back into <laughs> he bricks back the wall back up and and then it's just like oh my god i can't wait can't wait for when these these things break out of the wall at the end yeah and like <laughs> i don't know i would almost dar- i would almost argue that dr kane is like a sociopath you know because yeah. at first he seems so normal and then when you see real who he really is he's like doing whatever the fuck he wants and it's all unhealthy bullshit and it usually is to benefit him and no one else like i don't even think he really does anything to benefit um, Herbert West very much. Yeah, it's the whole, like, I'm a doctor, I'm so noble, I'm saving lives kind of thing. And then there's the God complex, which I feel like he just buys into really quickly. Like, all yes. it took was one poetic speech from Herbert West, and he's like, yeah, well, sure, we're gods now, let's create life, let's do this. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> though, like, Jeffrey Combs is a really, really good, passionate actor, and, like, yes, I would I would believe I was a god if yeah. he, like, gave me that speech. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna inject this green shit into this thing and see what happens. And then be like, oh, hell no. You know? <laughs> god, the, the effects were really cool. Like, oh, the effects. Oh. Yeah, they were really cool. I liked, um... I liked all the the, the, the bat theory animated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the wings got attached to the head at the end, oh. and he's like flying around awkwardly. Uh, it, it was really oh, it was, this movie's really special. It's special. <laughs> it is. It's like corny, like the first one, and it's go. I think I would argue it's gorier than the first one, though. Like there was a lot of guts. Oh god, it's like a different kind of gore. It's more messy, but it looks a little more. I don't know. Um, I think maybe they had a bigger budget. I think maybe. Oh no! Yeah, more. probably they probably yeah. took the reanimator money. Yeah, and then like they did some more with it. Yeah, which was delightful. So good. So basically, the plot of this movie is like, you know, the boys are back in town, <laughs> and they're ready to like continue their experiments. And um, I guess Doctor Kane, he's like sick of it, and he just wants to quit. But then uh, Herbert West shows him his dead girlfriend's heart, That's and he's right. like, "We can reanimate her." And like he's just holding, like her name was Meg, and he's holding Meg's heart in his hand. And Doctor Kane's just like, "Oh, okay. Even though she's just a heart, <laughs> we can like." That was the moment where yeah. he totally lost his personality and bought into it. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. That was it. Because he had mm-hmm. a personality, like, a little bit earlier. And, like, yeah, like, I mean, that was, like, only 15, 20 minutes into the movie. And he was, like, you know, doing what he did in the first movie. He's like, oh, we can't do this, Wes. This is unethical. Oh, fuck this. You know, like, <laughs> I'm quitting and blah, blah, blah. But then he's like, you can't quit. We can reanimate it. We can reuse Meg's heart. <laughs> And so Dr. King's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he banged some Italian chick, and we were making hella jokes, because she was just, like, so stereotypical. It's like... Yeah, she's, uh, like, from the background of a Dario Argento movie or something. Yeah, she's like yeah, that yeah. Chick. She's that Italian gal. Mamma like, mia! <laughs> I had sex with a guy that's trying to reanimate a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want her Miskatonic University sweatshirt, though, that she took from Dr. Why King. do you like that because sweatshirt it's cute. so much? Anyway, I, I just want one of my own. I don't know. Um, Dude, there's, just, there's a scene where, like, her dog gets murdered. And, of course, right. the dog gets reanimated by Herbert West. And she's just like, she's just like, mother of pearl, I'm out of here. And she leaves. <laughs> but then she goes to, like, return the sweater to the hospital, like, where Dr. Kane works, so it's like, dude, if you're really freaked out that your dog got reanimated, and it was given a human foot <laughs> as, like, a leg, because its leg got ripped no, off. No, 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 the dog had a hand. No, the dog, oh, you're right, the, the dog, dog had was, a like, hand. Because the hand grabbed her. Oh, yeah, and, and she, she was she, like, oh, right, it was a it was hand. Like she was shaking hands with the dog, but yeah. the dog had a human hand. So she's shaking hands with her dog, and the dog <laughs> had a ring on, too, which was really weird. And... <laughs> You know, and she's totally freaked out, but somehow she still wants to return that damn sweater to Dr. Kane. 
and goes to the hospital to return his sweater. She's a very conscientious person, I guess. You killed my dog, but you know what? Here's your sweater back. That's part of of this movie that you just kind of have to buy the ticket and take the ride for, is no one does anything that makes any goddamn sense. No. Nothing is logical. No, nothing. Like the doctor in the hospital who um kept, like had the head in his office yeah when he... and was like being driven crazy by it because it would only talk to him like, like yeah like michigan j frog like you were saying oh yeah 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 <laughs> the, the head the reanimated head totally pulled a michigan j like you know it talked to the doctor but then the doctor's like hey check out this head stalking and then it just acted like it was like a cadaver head and then, like, when the other person would go away, it'd be back to, hello, my baby, hello, my honey, hello, my ragtime gal. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess that evil Dr. Head still had control over the other reanimated corpses yeah. who were just, like, chilling in the psych ward or something. Yeah, there I was wasn't a... too clear on how they were being kept. Okay, yeah, like, there was a couple corpses that were still, like, like, you know, at the end of the first Reanimator movie, there were some corpses running around that During were the animated. Mis- the Miskatonic Massacre. Yeah, the Miskatonic Massacre. <laughs> and, like, so they didn't know what to do with these animated corpses, so they kind of put them in, like, what looked like a daycare center at the hospital and just kept them there. And so like... when the doctors, like, when the evil doctor's head got reanimated, mm-hmm. like, he could control them again. It was yeah. a little weird. It was a little odd. Yeah. Um, but again, sense and reason, don't don't look for them here. Um, no. But anyway, yeah, the head finds its way back to Herbert West <laughs> via the animated corpse of this cop guy who, who, yeah. who gets killed and reanimated. And Herbert is so funny with his reanimated creations. He's so eager to reanimate. But yeah. once they're alive, it's like, he's like, fuck this. And he'll, like, shoot them. He'll cut them up again. He'll shove them into a wall. He just doesn't want to take responsibility for his creation. I swear, this it's movie... like Dr. Frankenstein, create him and leave him. Yeah, and, like, I swear <laughs> this movie was the first time that we actually saw him smile. Oh, yeah! Like, he was playing, like, like with this reanimated foot, and he was, like, tickling <laughs> it, and he was smiling. Like, he looked happy. Like, he thought it was funny that the foot was still ticklish, even though it wasn't attached to a body. And then he just kind of, like, attached it to, like, an arm, and then he got bored of it, and, like... Like, you just can't keep that man satisfied. Oh, and they live next, their house is like a, a, an old gravekeeper's house, so it's like right next to this cemetery, and the basement connects to like this underground like tomb, and so like- It's very convenient. Yeah, it's just so convenient, and like, so Herbert West is like, anything that he's not happy he reanimated is just, he's just throwing it into this tomb, and uh- it makes for a really great ending. <laughs> I'll yeah, say that. Oh much. my god, it was such a clusterfuck when um Oh man they, they get trapped in that tomb area where he's been stashing his his little uh sewn together reanimated mistakes. Yes. Okay, let's let's try to um recount what we saw inside of there. Okay. What did you see? I saw a head that was attached to like a leg like where the knee would be, like shin down. So, (laughs) I saw a head attached to a leg shin down there. Yeah, um... You saw a cat. I saw a zombie cat. I think there was something attached to it, but I couldn't exactly identify if it was a foot or a hand or what. Oh, yeah, and then I saw, like, um, a male, uh, a male's head and torso attached to the torso and head of a young woman. Like, torso to torso, so they were, like, walking with their arms. That's right. Back and and forth. And then there was that two-faced... Uh, there oh, was like, yeah, the yeah, weird yeah, thing. yeah, face in front and face in back and like cut down the middle, sewn up. And, yeah, that oh was, my God. that was really and cool. All of these things are moving. Like, yeah. they're, they're all very like, like attacking everybody and moving around and stuff. And it looked amazing. Like the effects were really cool. I seriously, like when I saw the first one for the first time, I thought like that ending was like a clusterfuck. And it wasn't not compared to this yeah like, this is so much crazier yeah this is so much crazier and i and i loved it it's like while all these creatures are attacking them you've got the evil doctor's head flying around with bat wings attached yes and it's that's why they were cutting his head with the scalpel earlier to, to attach, attach the, the bat wings, wings. Yes. it's like it's so dumb it is so dumb i kind of love it it's so dumb yeah, they kind of, like, elude to that, the fact that that's gonna happen anyway, because, like, his head is, like, kind of, like, plopped down, like, on, like, kind of where the bat corpse was, but the wings are still there, because the doctor ended up cutting off the bat's wi- wings to see 
if the bat would stop moving, but it kept, the wings kept moving on their own, and like, I don't know, it was interesting. And then, yeah, it kind of alluded to that was going to happen. Or yeah. foreshadowed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they put his head on top of the wings, it looked like the wings were coming out of his head, and I like, I kept looking forward to seeing it, and then when yes. I finally saw it, it was kind of like, oh, it's really stupid. No, everything I wanted to happen <laughs> in that movie happened. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I hope this happens, or I hope that happens, yeah. and it's like, like, I was hoping that all of his, like, creations that he was throwing into the, oh my the God. crypt would come Let's out. talk about the bride and how she looked and what happened to her. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, like, so they're trying to rebuild, like, a, a woman. They're trying to make a woman. Basically, Herbert West wants to make new life. So, basically, do Dr. Frankenstein shit. Take yeah. all these different body parts and make a whole new life. So, they're working on this woman. It's got Meg's heart. It's got the head of a patient. And, like, I mean, Jeffrey Combs does this beautiful monologue. It's creepy. It's kind of perverted. It's also kind of hot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he was just so into, like... He was selling it hard. He was selling yes. this body hard. Like... <laughs> yeah, Dr. Kane on board. <laughs> like... You know, he starts at the feet, and he's like, look, she has the feet of a ballet dancer that ended her life after her career ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's, he's got, uh, and he's like, look, the legs of a prostitute <laughs> who was murdered. Which Rem is just what you want. <laughs> how many, like, how many bodies do you think these legs have been wrapped around? And then, he goes to the zombie merkin, <laughs> and he's like, it was gross. the womb of a virgin. Who was cut before, or who was, like, killed before she got to experience the pleasures of life. And... It's so gross. Then it's like, one of the hands is like a lawyer's hand, and then the other hand was like, they weren't sure. But he's like, whose hand, like, look at this hand. Whose hand do you think this was? Do you think she was a sculptor? And then he, like, moves her tendons to kind of make it animate Yeah, that was cool. That was a very cool Yeah, no, that part was really cool, because he's just pulling all the tendons in her hand to make it do different things. So he's like, do you think she was a sculptor? Do you think she was a murderess? You know? <laughs> and that hand had a beautiful nail. It was a cute nail. Like, a <laughs> 90s nail. It was, you know, very long and flat, like we used to do it back then, and red. You know? Like, once this chick is animated... <laughs> Oh my god, of course she goes crazy and is like, I don't you want me to... She, she bonds immediately with Dr. Kane, I don't know, because he's like, um, he gave her CPR, he's better looking than Herbert West, I don't know. I would argue... She imprinted I on am, him. I would argue that I am way more attracted to Herbert West. Well, than... sure, but I don't know. <laughs> you can tell they're trying to sell us Dr. Kane is the better looking dude. Ew. Anyway, um... I'm the better but yeah, looking one, dude. yeah, once he kind of <laughs> rejects her or whatever, because I don't know if he's trying, starting to come to his senses or whatever, but she gets so devastated that um, she rips her own heart out, pulls it out. You see, like, the veins connecting yes. the heart to the body, like, stretch out. And it's really cool looking. Well, okay, so the part about that that bothers me is, like, he was, like, totally into her at first, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like... Then that Italian broad shows up again. I don't know why the fuck... Like, I think she likes the abuse, to be honest with you. I don't know why the fuck she would go back to this house. Like, I have no idea. Anyway... Maybe she was still trying to return the sweatshirt. May, maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. But anyway, so she goes back to the house, and the, and the corpse is reanimated, and Dr. Kane's, like, holding her, and, like... And, you know, it's very affectionate and sweet, kind of, and, like... She's like, who's this? And he's like, this is Meg. And all she says is, but Meg's dead. And then that's when he oh, changed. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's when he's like, yeah, that was oh my god. The turning point. Oh, yes, she is Oh, duh, she is dead. <laughs> I forgot the first movie. I was in it. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. So, like, so you're telling me Jeffrey Combs can deliver this beautiful, like, these beautiful monologues about what, how what they're doing is good and right and perfect for their research and, like, and sell you this, like, corpse body, like, on all its parts. And then you're going to tell me that this chick says one line and that's enough to convince you, oh, wait, duh, I'm doing something gross, you know? And I felt bad for, like, the Bride of Reanimator because she, like, really, like... 
she just wanted to be accepted, it seemed like. Like, she's like, you created me, like, you... That's the Frankenstein monster's dilemma, right? Right, like... but, like, it was done in such a smaller amount of time. Yeah. Like, at least, like, in Frankenstein, you know, Frankenstein actually liked his creation for a little while. And this, like, in the span of ten minutes, he just decides, ah, fuck it, she's just terrible. And it's like, what? <laughs> Yep, but it's really cool because basically her body sort of rejects the different parts. Yeah, because they're all different from different bodies, yeah. so... <laughs> so you get to see her sort of... Her body is tearing itself apart piece by piece, and yeah. it's just really cool. I don't know, like... No, you, that you was, like, the best watch, part. You need to watch this movie just for the special effects, if nothing else. It's yeah. So, it's just so cool. Yeah, like, no, the stuff I, they're able to do. I was... I was... Yeah. I, they definitely did more than the original. Because in the original, it was, like, a bunch of zombies and dead bodies and things. Well, yeah, and, then, like, I feel like in the first one, and I totally understand this because it was the first one, they were kind of establishing, they were kind of establishing, like, what the serum did, yeah. how far it could go. Oh, and we learned that the reagent is made from iguana juice. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, they, the whole movie, there's this, well, like, most of the movie, or, like, the first half of the movie, there's this iguana, right? And the iguana's, like... Don't really make noise. No, they just it's, sit there. Yeah, they just sit there and they chill. And, like, this iguana's mouth isn't opening at all. But, like, they keep doing this cheesy, like, hissing sound effect for it. <laughs> like, anytime Herbert West picks it up, it's like... <laughs> or, like, anytime they show it... There's air escaping from your iguana, sir. <laughs> it's like, uh... Okay? But, yeah, who knew that that glowing-ass reagent was just, like, iguana juice and then some other things... And then, boom, reagent. I don't even know how that fucking works. Like, an iguana is just a lizard. Like, they don't even have poison. Like, I would understand, it's like, oh, well, we needed, like, this special tree frog from the Amazon or something that has, like... Well, I think they they had an iguana, so they used an iguana. (laughs) To be fair, it was very calm, and it played its part admirably. I know, it was cute. (laughs) And then, like, and then obviously, like, like, when, when Herbert killed it for its iguana juice, it was a very obviously fake iguana, which was nice. (laughs) Like, they totally switched it, and it's like, the, the colors didn't even match, the, the dead iguana was, like, dark green, and... But if you are bothered by, like, violence to animals, this is not the movie for you, I guess, because they don't really... Everything gets ripped apart and dies. Yeah, I mean, it looks really fake, so that helps because I'm the kind of person where, like, if I'm watching a movie, I will root for the people to die and the dog to live. Yeah, like, you know? Why would you kill the dog? Especially if the dog is wearing a bandana, because... I know, it was so cute, but it was, like, obviously (laughs) a stuffed animal. It was very obviously fake to me. So it didn't bother me as much. Movies like Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery Two, especially, oh, yeah. like especially That's Pet rough. Cemetery Two, is rough. Like because they it's show it's more a realistic pet death than. Oh yeah, no, there was like harsh. oh god, there was this one scene in Pet Cemetery Two. It's like it would not end. It's like this little boy's dog just got shot by his stepdad because his stepdad's Aww. an evil motherfucker, and like he's just like petting his dog sadly while it dies. And it's like, oh my god, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, they didn't have anything like that in the first one. I mean, they did... No. I I did cry when Gage died, though. Like, that was shocking to me. Yes, it was was very abrupt and very startling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one fucking learns their lesson. Like, yeah. Sometimes dead is better. I was gonna say... (laughs) Stop reanimating, stop burying them in the cemetery, they're not better when they come back. Like, come on, Herbert West, every zombie you create tries to kill you immediately, and is a million times stronger than you are. Jeez. Oh, but I I don't know. Hasn't learned a thing. And then at the end, we don't even really know what happens to Herbert. We see, like, a big old slab fall. Well, we do, because we know that there's, like, hella sequels that he's in. That, like, Jeffrey Combs is yeah, in. So I mean, he must... Maybe he reanimated himself. Oh, my God. Oh. Dr. Kane reanimates Dr. West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my They're God. secretly in love. <laughs> I... Okay, so that's a theory that I've been, like... I don't know. Like, I've been thinking that since the first movie. Honestly. That they, that they, they're, that they're... I think that Herbert's really into Dr. Kane. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if Dr. Kane's so much into him, but I think like. Herbert West is in love with science, and he just. Dr. Kane is a tool for him. You know to what do it is? Science. It's because, like, Herbert West looks at everything so intensely. Yeah. That. He's in I, love with it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's like. 
I don't know. I feel like there's love there, but no, and in reality, I don't think he loves anybody except for science. I don't even think he necessarily loves himself. I don't think he thinks about himself. I think he nope. just does things. He just makes things, you know. What's funny is like these are all based on Lovecraft stories, and I, I remember <laughs> reading like um, Lovecraft hated his Herbert West stories. He hated the fact <gasps> that they were so successful because people liked it because it was kind of gimmicky, you know. And you could write a whole bunch of them. He just oh. did not like his Herbert West. Movies. But it's like his, that's like his Sherlock Holmes. Like, he should be proud of that. Well, Lovecraft is a fucking curmudgeon and nothing could make him happy. So uh, that's what true. What are you gonna do? Oh. Much like Herbert West himself. I was just gonna say, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, I like Herbert West. I do I don't too. Know. He's a fun character, even though he's so grumpy and terrible and has no morals. He's just kind of fun. He is fun. <laughs> and it's like, he, like, I like that he's, like, stoically evil. Right. It's not like when we were, like, watching Season of the Witch and, um, um, uh, see, I already forgot. Oh, Cockering. Yeah. And Cockering was just like, you know, oh, look at me. I am so evil. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you know, Herbert West is just like, I'm here. I'm doing science. And my science may be evil, but I don't view it as evil. So he's, it's like he's naively evil, also. <laughs> naival? Yeah, naival, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just got that god complex, and he's just, like, running with it, and it's it's running him, and that's why he's making all those impassioned speeches about be, having the power of a god and all of that. I, yeah, I think that's what drives him, drives his evil. Oh my gosh, he's but... He's got that megalomania. <laughs> the power of life and death. He's got that Muse album? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was just a song. It wasn't a whole album. I forget album that's on, but... <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, this I, is a good one. It it surpassed all of my expectations. For, I want to see more of them now. Yep. Like, I didn't know that Beyond Reanimator was done in 2003. Like, that'll be oh, interesting. Oh, man. Watch the effects be worse than the first two I know. movies. What if they try to do CGI? Ew, no. that was... Oh, gross. Reanimator with CGI, no. Oh, man. No. But, I don't know. I love Jeffrey Combs. I, I, I watch... He's great. Like, I hate Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but I will watch it just to see where Jeffrey Combs pops up next, because he plays a lot of characters in that show, and like, uh, I, yeah, I like, uh. Did you see the, um, The Frighteners ever? Yes! I love love him in The Frighteners. Oh my gosh, yeah, I keep forgetting (laughs) he was in that. Yeah, he's great! Oh gosh, you know what else he was in? What? Faust, Love of the Day. (laughs) Oh god, Oh no. Dude, I don't know what happened to that comic I bought, but I don't really care either. Like, it disturbed me. It was so bad. <laughs> it was pretty stupid. It was really bad. Yeah, it was dumb. It's gross. So, Ugh. yeah, 90s edgy underground comics with an X, but like the shitty side of that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just because it's obscure doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> But even I would even like check that out just to see Jeffrey Combs. Like, I, yeah. there's this um, full moon movie I watched that he was in recently called Castle Freak, and everyone was saying how good it is. I don't know. I don't like it. They're talking about remaking it, but I don't understand the appeal of that movie. Yes, it has Jeffrey Combs in it. Um, yes, there's like another hot Italian chick in it because I think it takes place in Italy. Come I don't on. remember exactly, but. Um, I I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. I I've actually would look forward to a remake because maybe they would do more with the creature and like it would be more interesting. But yeah, so sometimes watching movies just based on if Jeffrey Combs is in it is not a good idea. <laughs> I mean, bless his heart, he does his best and he carries this movie pretty. Oh well. my god, yeah, no, he steals the show yeah. as always. Yeah. Oh, it's Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> Just great as Herbert West. I love him. Yeah. I love Herbert West. I love Jeffrey Combs. I, uh, People, you need to get a romantic partner that looks at you the way that Herbert West looks <laughs> at, like, dead tissue. <laughs> That's the hashtag relationship goals. Exactly. Right? Oh my gosh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> relationship goals. Because... 
Ooh. Just such an intense love he had for that dead foot. He was about to reanimate. It was quite yeah, quite and that's they, why they had, had chemistry. Him and that foot, they had something going. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and like that's the thing. It's like because once it's reanimated, it's like he kind of loses interest really quickly. But in that moment, when it's just like he finds a new hand to reanimate or a new body part of any kind, and he just has that little intense look on his face, you need to find someone that looks at you the way he looks at dead tissue. <laughs> Not necessarily the way he looks when he's shooting a gun, because he made some really funny faces when he was, like, oh shooting a gun in that I'm movie. The gun is so funny. He was making it's the weirdest so faces. It was great. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. There was a lot of great, uh, great violence. Great cheesy fun violence. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I would definitely, like, watch this movie if you haven't, like, even yes. if we've just completely spoiled everything for you. Yeah, like, like nothing we say can, you know... Compare, compare to seeing it yourself. It like. Yeah, it was yeah. a beautiful movie, like, yeah. I'm I'm gonna recommend this, because I don't think a lot of people have seen Bride of Reanimator. They've only heard about it, and they probably thought it sounded stupid, so they didn't even bother to watch it, but it was worth it. I liked it just as much, if not more, than the first one, even. Like, there was just a lot more going on. Yeah, it's definitely more fast-paced. Yeah, the effects were great. Yep, yeah. definitely highly recommend. This is my kind of horror movie, much more so than Season of the Witch. Uh, yeah. Sorry. But uh, I know. I, I, like horror, I, I like horror with a strong dose of humor also. So. Yes, definitely. And I have a soft spot for Reanimator, big time. Oh, I yeah. I love that movie. Uh, definitely. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, just watch it. Watch both of them. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should show you. Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of movies that we want to watch and talk about, and again, we will see how much we can cram into this month of October. It's going to be over before we know it. So. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's already the seventh. Yeah. My goodness, we are yep. running out of Halloween season. I know. <sighs> so, thanks for tuning into our show. We hope you liked it. Hope you had fun. Yeah, thank you for joining us in our discussion of these horror movie sequels. Um, please look forward to more episodes from us in the future. We do have plans for future episodes, and um, we re we're really excited about this podcast right now. Oh, yeah, really no, look totally. Look forward to it. Yeah, no, we've been planning on doing this for a while, and actually we have a couple episodes that are, like, from when we recorded back in June, which we will be... Um, putting out to the public maybe a little later, maybe after we got a couple fresher episodes, because, I mean, those ones are kind of dated. Um, but yeah, you know, video games, horror movies, uh, books. You like books? Cartoons! Oh, yeah, cartoons. Oh! We freaking love cartoons. Yes, definitely, so, yes. So, we hope you enjoyed yourselves, and stay spooky. Stay spooky, and um, please... Tune in next time to the next episode of Broads in the Belfry. And in yeah. the meantime, you can follow our Instagram at Board Spooky. You can follow our October shenanigans if you want to. Go to our Facebook. Find um, um, us on Instagram. And yeah, follow us. We'll follow you. And it'll be a good time. And I think we have a Twitter, too, but I don't know. We do. I'm terrible at posting on Twitter, though. Cause Is that a sort of songbird? We are... <laughs> artists it is a visual medium everything's going up on instagram which goes up yes. to our facebook yeah we post a lot of cosplay of the conventions we've been to we post announcements about the conventions that we will be at in the future um and yeah if you want to check out um october my october stuff is at my instagram board lizzie 40 wax um oh yeah i haven't posted any of mine yet um i forget my twitter i'll find <laughs> out <laughs> Instagram, you oh, mean? my Instagram. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> anyway, so stay tuned and thank you again for listening. <laughs>